Hi, I'm Spencer. And I'm Blake. Welcome to Weekly Jump, presented as part of the Geekly Grind Podcast Network. This is our weekly episode reviewing first impressions of newer anime and manga titles. Let's jump in. My name is Blake, and I was a little delayed on my clamp. Hey, everybody. That's me. <laughs> Welcome to our show. Hello. Yeah, we haven't, we, haven't, we haven't had like a proper conversation or episode in a couple of weeks, so good choice on how to start things. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we should do. Hey, um, if you're interested, peeps, uh, in hearing more of what you're getting today, which is us talking to each other before an episode... Uh, come and join our Patreon because we would love to have you. And we're starting to put out fun little um, before the behind the scenes bullshit. Um, yeah. But what we're doing today is that uh, as you may have may or may have not have noticed, um, but hopefully did if you're still Probably listening to the, show. In the episode title. Yeah. Um, we uh, we took two weeks off. Uh, so I kind of wanted to do a, a quick catch up. Like uh, like I've been watching some anime and reading some manga Blake has yeah. been uh, dealing with uh, pretty intense life issues. Other shit. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch. We did have a normal Monday episode planned, but I also f- completely forgot to read the manga until yeah. we were like about to record. And I was like uh, making sure the dates and stuff were right in our notes. And I was like, oh, I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Blake, Blake's world has been a little bit of a mess. Um, I don't know how much you want to talk about that with peeps. <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll go into it and then I guess we can yeah we'll talk about that because it's a little heavy and then we'll, we'll move move on from it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, well, one very much don't want to go into this too deeply on the podcast because it is m- mostly none of my business. Uh, I mean, you know, when you have a close friend and they're going through a tough time, it, it is your business in that you, as their close friend, care about them. And are there for them and want to help them however you can. And um, I have a really close friend that is currently uh, living with me while he is sorting out some really complicated uh, stuff in his own personal life. And so that has been um, a a source of... uh, It's been fun to have my friend living with me and to sort of get to play roommates with a a close friend here. Uh, But it has also been a little stressful because the, the stuff that he's dealing with is really intense and... Um, that has been happening for a little while now. I, I actually don't think I told you about this, Spencer, but it's been going on for uh, probably a month or more. Well, uh, at this point, and that's a, that's his life, uh, right? And it's like you know, again, it's not it's not really anybody's business. It's only slightly my business by happenstance of association, uh, but that has been weighing on me a little bit. Um, I'm also in a show. In fact, I was talking about this earlier today. So I'm, I'm in Cabaret right now, which is nice. Um, and uh, I've been working on that show since the last one closed, which was right after Christmas, but the auditions were right before Christmas. I was not in the Christmas show because I was in the, the show that came up right before Thanksgiving, and uh, they overlapped with each other in their rehearsal processes, so I could not be in both. But uh, discounting that like three weeks or so that I was not in a show in December, I have been at the theater uh, since July 5th (laughs) 
And it's, it's April 10th as we're recording this. So I am, I love, I love it because I got my degree in theater and it is sort of the only thing that's been giving me the sense that my life has meaning lately. Uh, but it's been a lot and I would love to have a, a, a quick little breaky would be nice. And so, you know, we got an, another month before Cabaret opens a little bit less and then Cabaret will run for three weekends, and then that's the last show of the season. And so I'll have something of a break, so I'll sort of figuring out what's going to go on, because they, they do stuff during the summer in between seasons, um, and I'm, I'm not sure how much I'm going to be involved in that. I'm trying to figure that out right now. Uh, mm. We also, Pete's car broke down, so we had to buy a new car the other day. <laughs> we, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, man finances are finally starting to look up that it's you have to buy a new car so uh (laughs) (laughs) there's been a lot of stuff going on um and i've just been sort of generally really busy and stressed i've been basically trying to spend a lot of my free time lately either with my friend or uh with my husband who is working a lot and is sort of stressed out by his job and is getting a master's degree and he's stressed out by that and so we were trying to find time together uh, or I've been working uh, because I do DoorDash so I can I can go out and work. But it's usually sort of like at the nighttime when people are usually around to hang out. But that is when I can also make the most money. And because I've had a lot of rehearsals, uh, I, I have to sort of like take the weekend days to work and then the weekday days to uh, work on theater stuff. And so I'm yeah. busy. And I've been sort of stressed and it's just been really weighing on me. And I think that, I think Spencer, you have had a lot more going on from your <laughs> job perspective. You had, you know, you had a kid, you already have a kid. So you got two, you doubled mm-hmm. the amount of kids you have. Uh, <laughs> and I've, all of my stuff, like, all of my stuff has been like a different sort of stressful, like a good yeah, stressful. Yeah, your shit has been topsy-turvy for a fucking minute. Yeah, <laughs> but so, like, so in case anyone didn't know things about my life, uh, I now have two kids as of last year. Um, and uh, also, uh, I had been working nights. Um, I don't know if anybody else works nights. <laughs> but I am convinced that the more you work at night and sleep during the day the crazier that you become, I think Uh that slowly you start to lose your mind if you're not on a good circadian rhythm. Um, And I, I really, the more I met people that work at night, the more I'm like completely convinced of this because they're more unhinged than people that work during the daytime. (laughs) It's time to write a TV pilot, Spencer. (laughs) Anyways, um, so yeah, I, you know, I, what I was getting at is like, I've been really stressed in my own life in obviously very different ways. And if we are doing a comparison of objective struggle, yours is worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but, but here's the thing. Subjectively y'all. things have been really tough for me in a way that they haven't been in a while. And yeah. I've been really struggling under that. And I know that that has been my, you know, we've had trouble recording with each other uh, on a consistent schedule lately. And that has been my half of that. Yeah. Um, well, and then, uh, the big thing that happened was that my, um, my grandmother died. Yeah. Uh, and she was 101. So, so it wasn't what you would call a surprise. 
Um, but you know, it's not, we, she, she and I were really close and she was, um, she lived, I don't know, like 12 minutes away from where I grew up. And so she was really present in my life and a lot of our holidays centered around her and her house. And, um, especially like during the period when I was in like middle school and my parents started working more and I couldn't drive myself, like she would come and pick me up from school and I would spend time at her house. I've actually talked about that a lot on this podcast because she had cable because she was a big sports fanatic. And so my family would like pay for her to have cable so she could watch all the sports. Uh, And by consequence, when I would get to her house, I'd be like cartoon network all day. Let's see if Dragon Ball Z is on. And um, that's where I saw like Zoid's new century zero and basically caught the entire show um, because of the, I guess the timing of it when I was getting home from middle school and all that stuff. So like, um, she actually weirdly enough, being at her house was like a really big thing and like helping me to become an anime fan because it was, you know, I mean, I had Yu-Gi-Oh and Digimon and stuff growing up on, on some of the basic cable stations, but, um, you know, Dragon Ball Z was this big experience that all my peers were having that I was kind of locked out from because I didn't have that station. And, and there were like a lot of Toonami stuff. I saw little bits and pieces of Yu Hakusho and stuff like that. And so it was like being able to get a taste of that really yeah. got me excited and kept me like looking for that. And so, yeah, so she, she had, uh, she, she had dementia that was like coming in little fits and starts, but you know, you're kind of in denial about it and you're like, I don't know, she's getting older people when they get older, their memories go or their brains just don't move as quickly. And so I think for a lot of years, we were like, is this dementia? Is this just age? And then she had this sort of like incident uh, about a year ago when all of a sudden it was just like her brain just like decided to leave the building and she just like, she just changed and she wasn't like, it wasn't a 100% switch, but it was a noticeable switch that just kept building over time. So yeah, Mm -hmm. It was something, you know, once you get to a certain age, and I would say that age would be like 90, like, yeah. you know, you're old enough that at any time you might die and it's not going to be the biggest shock in the world. Uh, but so I, I think a lot of it, it was like me sort of like dealing with the fact that like she had been in that zone for a long time and sort of not completely sure how to take that because it's like it is sad but it's not like super out of the blue but like now it's real and it hasn't been real before that so anyway that was um that happened that was why we didn't record a week ago and then i had i was actually out of town the the next week yeah um, for a pre-planned trip um but yeah i i don't know i don't want to like belabor the point but partly because I'm, I'm the kind of person who likes to get to know the podcast hosts and sort of hear things about their process when I'm mm-hmm. listening to a show. Uh, and partly because I listen to our episodes and I really enjoy hearing things that I talked about in my life from the past when I'm listening mm-hmm. to old episodes that I kind of wanted to, to put that in there. And, you know, she was just a really, really special person to me. And that was... yeah. It was, it was hard, even though it wasn't unexpected. And I'm glad that we were able to take the time off. Um, and 
I am almost recovered on my sleep. <laughs> yeah. Shonen, Shonen treasure people too, yo guys. Um. <laughs> well, you know, to a different degree, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was referring to, to uh, Blake earlier as, uh, as someone whose biggest problem is that he, he farts in jars and smells them all day. That's, yeah. that's his thing. That's what he's into. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> obviously my most pressing issue. <laughs> it's all those, all those jars that are just sitting out in the hot baking sun. <laughs> yeah. And Pete's like, what's with the jars? And I'm like, mind your business. <laughs> and then you're just like, don't open them or do open them. <laughs> wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just say the word wink, and then Pete just like looks at me like the kid from uh from uh what's that show? Oh no, it's like the seventies show that um, Judd Apatow did. Oh man, Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, Freaks and Geeks. And there's yeah. the kid with the like like smarmy or not smarmy. He's like he has that like disgusted, disbelieving look. And there's this like meme on the internet that's just like all like pictures of his face making that look just put into like a collage. And it's like one of my favorite things on the internet. <laughs> so, uh, so this is, this is our life to you guys. Um, yeah. uh, so the, the other big things in my world is, uh, uh, I just got a house. So that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. And then it's I also, <laughs> it's, it's fine. Don't you look at it. Um, <laughs> And, uh, and the it's all other those fucking th- jars. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, I uh, moved from my night side to day side, which is a really big deal for me. Um, mostly because it makes it easier on my life um, to have both family time and also work and also doing the podcast more steadily. Um, because he if said, anybody, you go go ahead and knock on some wood for me, Spencer, if you would. Yeah, I gotta find some. Um, anyways, uh, so I, I, I think that I'm finally, I'm finally moving towards a better place, man. I keep on really Can digging holes here. Feel a brand new day. What is that? What, what, what show was that? It was on family guy when that happened, when like, yeah, like that is, <laughs> I, I am disappointed to report that that is the reference that i know even though i have a degree in theater and should probably know the actual source yeah absolutely i'm looking but, uh, it up <laughs> but, but here's the thing people uh our lives wait are, is it a diana ross song i think so um anyways oh i, th- uh, I definitely thought it was a broadway song okay so in uh non our live news uh i have mm-hmm. to i have to talk about something that uh, anybody who is following on One Piece um, and is oh. up to date on the manga, um, some things just happened. Um, and uh, they're pretty like earth shattering inside of the One Piece world. Um, and the thing that I want to talk about um, inside of that world, I can't actually talk about because I don't want to get into the spoilers. But I do want to talk about the fact that the politics of One Piece are about to get really, really dicey because they have been talking about how the creator of One Piece and the anime adaptation, they're getting very close to being right on top of each other. Uh Uh-oh. And the last time that this happened... (laughs) One Piece, the anime, 
was terrible. And uh, there's all of these people that are um, like, like theorizing what is going to happen because the anime is also one of like the biggest cash cows of anime in Japan right now. Um, yeah. It's like, it's like Demon Slayer, uh, One Piece and shit. I what, guess like Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen? Jujutsu Kaisen right now, I guess. But like those are kind of one, the current big three. My Hero Academia was up there, but those other oh, two swept in. Yeah, and My Hero is also really big. But the the it's crazy that One Piece has remained this lucrative for this long. But the fact that they are about to catch up, and the fact that like Oda moves at like a a relatively good pace for a manga, but his manga is jam packed. Um, like, especially with dialogue. And he also loves to play around the edges and world build. Um, this is one of the reasons why people love this manga so much. And it's been so long running is because like in the, in a fight, uh, a big fight climax that happens inside of the manga, sometimes he'll just chew around the edges of what's happening in like you know, the he'll have like three pages of a fight and the rest of the manga chapter is just like chewing around the edges of what's happening to all the secondary and tertiary. And sometimes like, you know, a hundred degrees, <laughs> like, well, no, like a hundred degrees away from like a main character. It'll just be like people in the towns that would be like, um, you know, uh, like random townsfolk member number one, but he spends a lot of time like giving them like a cool look to them and having like a, a couple of pieces of dialogue and then cutting away from this character. And it's just, it's, it's one of the beautiful things about the one piece manga, but at the same time, it's really, really going to be detrimental if the anime catches up because the anime is going to have to take most of the people believe in order to remain with the manga, but not get ahead of it, they're going to have to give at least two seasons off between seasons of One Piece coming out. Yeah. And that's well, a big they're deal. They're going to do Attack of the Filler season. No way. <laughs> it's man. My, under- like, my I, understanding, I, One Piece is still on the old style release, isn't it? Like yeah. it's still on the Naruto Bleach style. Yeah. And that's what's crazy is because it came out <laughs> the same time that fucking Naruto did for a yeah. ago. And it's just it's, <laughs> like it's just it's just now you get seasonal anime, and then mm-hmm. it seems that seasonal anime is the way that the industry has shifted. Like I can't I don't know, I guess maybe Black Clover. I don't know. I'm not watching Black Clover. I'm sure there are plenty of shows that are an exception to this rule because for a long time, as we've discussed a thousand times on this show, for a long time, anime would come out with one episode a week until they were done. And for long running series, they would come out with one episode a week forever. Yeah. And you would get hundreds of episodes. But when you are running concurrently to a manga, usually one episode of anime is about two to four chapters of manga and you get one chapter of manga a week and one episode of anime a week. And it doesn't, doesn't take a math genius to see that you're going to catch up to the manga eventually at that pace. Mm -hmm. And so you have people introduce the concept of filler um, 
infamously done in Dragon Ball Z by them just taking what happens in Dragon Ball Z and dragging it the fuck out Mm -hmm. to turn like half of a manga chapter into an episode when you're used to getting two to four chapters worth of content in an episode. And that is why Dragon Ball Z has the infamous pacing problems of like characters screaming at each other and powering up and not doing anything else for a whole episode because they are trying to milk for time mm-hmm. and uh you have filler arcs like in naruto and in bleach which eventually we will start covering that filler arc in bleach so stay tuned <laughs> yeah like like those are you know entire anime only stories that are created so that they can keep the release schedule without stepping on the storyline of the creator the, the the alternative that you have is the soul eater full metal alchemist option which is once you catch up go off and do your own thing and uh you know the people who only watch the anime are probably going to be pretty chill about it and the people who read the manga are going to be livid <laughs> so like one piece has done multiple filler arcs right because they've caught up a few times or been threatening to Mm-hmm. Uh, but the world has changed and filler arcs are received much less uh, warmly these days, I, I think, because anime finally started doing seasonal releases. And instead of giving us some anime only nonsense that is like stakes free and just sort of like drama free and interest free. They're just like, well, we'll take time off until we have enough content to animate it and then we'll animate that and it'll be dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah like if i'm making one piece like i have a tough decision to make because i know that the fans are not going to want to watch me make up some bullshit and faff about for 52 episodes mm-hmm. uh, but i also know that people want to watch one piece and i'm making a ton of money by releasing episodes of one piece and if i don't release episodes of one piece that money doesn't get made and I know, you, know you always worry about like losing that viewership, which is crazy to think about with one piece. Cause it's hugely popular. But like, if you are a studio executive making this decision, you don't think that way. Mm-hmm. And this is one what of the reasons do? why it's like it, the, the question comes up. It's like, how, what is going to happen here? And I am fascinated as somebody who keeps up with these kind of things to see what they are going to go with. Um, so, uh, stay tuned for that. Um, in other yeah, news, uh, in other news, I am caught up uh, with um, uh, Kaiju number eight. Uh, I'm furious at myself <laughs> because now you have to wait. I have to wait, and I have been dumb. loving this show so much that dumb, I just dummy. I just have to read a chapter every week, and now I'm I'm caught up. To the point you can only read a chapter a week. (laughs) I know. So now, so now every week I'm just like, okay, so I have to read my one piece that I'm caught up on and I have to read my (laughs) Jujutsu Kaisen that I'm caught up on and I have to read Kaiju number eight. And, you know, whenever he decides to Dane us with a chapter, I get to read an episode of One Punch Man. (laughs) How's about, uh, are you caught up on My Hero or are you saving that one? (laughs) So I've decided that to put My Hero Academia down. <laughs> and the reason why is because I enjoyed the way that I did the last one so much that after 
breaking and doing it for a little while, I then had to just be like, nope, I have to do that again because I think this is the correct way to read My Hero Academia. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, you, you have to read an arc at a time with My Hero because um, reading it week to week is... You in- have to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me how to live my life. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, in in other uh, possible news, uh, Blake and I are actively looking into conventions again. Um, so there yeah. is a possibility. Sounds like there's um, a promising one. Yeah, a, a pretty promising uh, possibility of uh, a convention coming up. Um, I am a really ability. <laughs> one promisability. Um, so I am, <laughs> I'm, I'm really, really hoping that, uh, that we get to do this one. Um, if we don't, we're going to continue looking around and seeing what the options are. Um, but, uh, stay tuned. We will definitely talk yeah. about it. Um, we also have a, a pretty big thing that I, I think Blake and I are both completely on board with. Um, we're going to verify it tonight and announce it next week uh, if we decide to do it. Um, it will affect our Patreons and um, uh, or our patrons and our non-Patreons. Um, so, so be aware um, that something is coming up, um, possibly, and uh, we will be going somewhere, possibly. Um, so if neither one of those <laughs> yeah. things come up, we'll just stop talking about them and just pretend we didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, um, I, I have some news from the last couple of weeks that we can cover to here. If you want to, uh, if you want to add that stuff in. Sure. It's just some like anime news, you know? Yeah. Tell um, me, tell me the news. Oh, let me, let me tell you. <laughs> Uh, oh, this is not news. This is just something I thought was funny. Okay, so, um, all right. What do we have? Okay, first thing, this is from Polygon. Um, Fully Coolie is back with two new seasons slated to premiere in 2023. Um, so this was, uh, this was a couple of weeks ago. This was a month ago on March 17th. (laughs) Um... It was, uh, I think this was announced in concert with the 25th anniversary of Toonami, um, which is the famous Cartoon Network anime block. Um, so two new seasons were announced by Adult Swim, coming titled Fully Coolie Grunge and Fully Coolie Shoegaze. They are currently um, in production. There's a little video for them uh it looks like this is called fully coolie grunge coming soon and of course if you are uh not in the know fully coolie is spelled f-l-c-l um so this is uh this is coming up uh grunge is going to be directed by hitoshi takekiyo uh who it looks like directed apple seed 13 um produced by mont blanc pictures i don't know who that is uh, fully, uh, fully Coolie Shoegaze, directed by Yutaka Uemura, um, who apparently also directed Fully Coolie Alternative, uh, co-produ- co-produced by Production IG, who did Ghost in the Shell and Psychopaths, and Studio Nut, which did Fully Coolie Alternative and Decadence. Uh, I like a lot of that stuff, so that one excites me a little bit more. <laughs> um, so uh, it looks like both seasons are uh, confirmed to premiere at some point in 2023 by Jason DeMarco, who is the creative director of Toonami. 
and that there is a third series, which is an original horror anime housing complex C um, that will also be premiering later. uh, Oh, sorry. It will premiere later this year. Um, So two new seasons of fully coolly coming. Um, I remember Spencer that there were two new seasons of fully coolly a little while ago, right when we were covering fully coolly. Yeah. We, we talked Um, about, we talked about possibly doing this. um, And then we just kind of fell away from it um, because we decided to move on. Well, and I, it's my understanding that they were not super, they didn't make a big splash. I don't know that I'm not, not to say that they were bad necessarily, but that they weren't like, um, they were not like super well received. Like there was not a ton of critical acclaim. I don't think people were really talking about them. Hmm. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, I didn't watch them uh, though. Just in case we were going to cover them. I wanted to do it fresh. Yeah. Um, well, and you know, I have, it's probably shines through in our, in our episodes of fully coolly, but I was like, yeah, it's fine. You know, like I get why it's important and, uh, it's not like, my kind of thing all the time so <laughs> um so yeah fully coolly uh two new seasons I, I did did see some people on the internet complaining about the art style for at least one of those seasons uh which may or may not be an indicator of the fandom's interest because um you know it's not that hard to find people on the internet complaining about <laughs> stuff for nerds so that might be a relevant um indicator of how the community is receiving this news or it might just be that fans are hard to please (laughs) um let's see all right we've got uh we got another one let me get this open and then get this other one opened um all right so second piece of news i have five pieces of news oh second piece of news also from polygon rooster teeth's ruby anime spinoff trailer uh, shows off its hero's new looks. So this is um, Ruby is also spelled differently than it sounds. It's R W B Y. Um, so Ruby, kind of interesting. It comes from Rooster Teeth, which is, I believe, an American production studio. It might be Canadian. It's Western for sure. And um, they created. Uh, well, you know, here's the age-old debate: Does it have to be made in Japan to be anime? Um, they created an anime, unless you're one of those people who demands that it be made in Japan, in which case they made a show that looks like anime unless you know where it was created, <laughs> called Ruby. Um, this Rooster Teeth uh, was um, sort of centered around this one uh, this one man who created it. Um, they kind of cut their teeth, I guess, uh, if you'll pardon the pun on um, the very famous Red versus Blue series, which kind of created a mini-series out of people in Halo multiplayer maps. Um, and then they... I remember they also had, like, a video animation that I really liked as a kid where, like, Samus fights the Master Chief or something. I remember watching that with you, Spencer, when we were in college. Um, and it's just this, like you know, kind of high octane action scene. Um, and I think Rooster Teeth was sort of known, known for that red versus blue, I believe was a bit more of a comedy series, but, uh, Rooster Teeth had this reputation for 
doing utilizing their CG animation style to create like really really intense fast paced like swinging camera movements characters flying through the air action sequences um, so they created Ruby which is basically like cute anime girls with giant weapons fighting demon monsters um, and uh, the anime series ran for like a little while. I used to watch some of it. I think I watched most or all of the first season and really, really enjoyed it. I mean, the it is definitely sort of an anim- amateur production studio that has some budget and some experience from their previous projects, specifically Red versus Blue, um, bringing all of that to bear, but definitely not with exactly the budget or experience that you would get from a mainstream anime release. So there's some rough around the edges aspect of the Ruby anime and I haven't watched it since college. So I don't know how well, how well the uh, visuals hold up all this time. Um, but Ruby is an anime series that ran for a while. There's a manga adaptation based off of that anime series. And uh, it looks like there is a new anime series coming. I believe uh, based off of this, it might be a Crunchyroll original. Um, but yeah, it's an anime spinoff of, uh, of the story of Ruby. And I think it might be one of the arcs of Ruby or something like that, but it is being done by an actual anime studio and not by Rooster Teeth directly. And uh, that'll be coming in the future. I don't actually see a release date. It looks like they're expecting to learn more at the Anime Japan Festival in in, uh, 2022 this year. So we'll find out more later. But yeah, Ruby's coming with a new anime. So if you're a fan of that or if it intrigues you, check that out. From Kotaku, a forgotten Pokemon musical from 2000 gets a 68-minute documentary. (laughs) And the picture on this one is insane. Okay, Uh, I'm going to say this. um, uh, Add that to our watch list if we can find it. (laughs) Yeah, uh, the the article... Say nothing... Say nothing else about it other than that. <laughs> the the article, Spencer, the Kotaku article is linked in our um, episode notes for the uh, Friday episode. So if you want to find that and specifically look at this fucking picture, it's okay. amazing. Okay. <laughs> because um, some of them are like, like there's like a Venusaur and a Clefable that look just kind of like somebody took Pokemon and made big like puppets or just like fucking props of the Pokemon and put them on stage. And then some people are dudes in ill-fitting suits with masks. And it's so good. Oh man. I'm, I'm ready. (laughs) I am ready to cover this. So apparently it's called Pokemon live. It is a full blown musical that toured the United States in 2000. How did I not know about it? Blake, stop Um, talking about it. They can't know anything else until we've watched it. (laughs) Oh, my God, if you scroll down, there's a picture of Jigglypuff, and it's incredible. Blake, Blake, you have to stop. Okay, everybody. Oh, my God. This is so good. Okay, this is amazing. Yeah, I'm saving this forever, so hold on. Let me just put that on to my favorites. Okay, other pieces of news. Um... Let's see. Okay, so this is actually a post on Reddit. I am sure there are news articles that uh, will have more information. Um, But yeah, the Attack on Titan, the final season part three has been announced for 2023. 
Uh, I don't know because I have not been keeping up to date on Attack on Titan and because it is a story that I think sounds like the kind of thing I want to discover for myself. I've been largely paying as little attention to it as possible because I want to experience it on my own when I get around to watching it again. Uh, I thought that the final season was earlier this year. Uh, It sounds like maybe that was just the final season part two of three or more question mark. I don't know. So yeah, I feel like one coming. (laughs) I feel like they're really, this is like, this is like the, uh, Oh man. Why can't I think of his name? Um, the Elton John syndrome of anime right now (laughs) where it's just like, I'm going on my final tour ever this year. Uh, yeah a little bit (laughs) so yeah i because it is literally attack on titan Titan, the final season part three and again as somebody who's not been paying a lot of attention to this property for fear of being exposed to spoilers that i that i don't want to see uh my understanding was that the final final part of attack on titan the anime was earlier this year and the very little discourse that I happened to catch in looking up that news seemed to confirm that. And like the one comment that I saw in relation to this piece of news seemed a little bit bewildered by the fact that there was more. So I don't know. I don't know how much of a surprise this is. I'm assuming that people that are up to date on the manga got to the end of the last final season part and were like, that's not the end. But. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is it. It's not clear from the information that I have. I'm sure there's better news sources out there, but this is the one I pulled. <laughs> All right. My last one. This is from what the fuck website is this? Uh, Theta Coma Ledger, I guess. Anyway, the Rising of the Shield Heroes season two has been canceled. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> Uh, sorry if you're somebody who likes that. I'm reading it. I'm like, is this a spoof? (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Maybe this is a spoof. I don't know. Maybe I'm eating the onion here. Oh, April Fool's. April Fool's. Okay. It was an April Fool's. All right. Well, I saw that and I was like, well, maybe that's true because we watched the first three episodes of that. And I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, All right. I wished it. I wished it ill. <laughs> yeah. I saw it. I started reading it and I was like, I, I like saw the title and I was like, ah, shield hero season two canceled. That sounds like news. I will send this to myself to read on the podcast later and did not read it. <laughs> and then I started reading it. And I was like, this sounds like a joke. <laughs> Yeah, I got I got fooled by basically an onion article on April 1st uh, by the way that was just like <laughs> like Elon Musk arrested at uh this rave that he was throwing in Germany and I was like that sounds like That's a real thing so that happened. Believable. <laughs> yeah. The it would only be more believable if he had like flown in on a rocket. <laughs> God, billionaires are out of control. Yeah. Well, literally gas prices are just consuming all of us and billionaires are like, I'm going to fuck off to space for like an afternoon and kill yourself. Come on. Yeah. Well, stick with us after these credits and we'll give you another important life lesson because we're done. Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions and presented as part of the Geekly Grind podcast network. 
Sound editing is done by Rashad English. He's our level 13 sound wizard. 13? Did he jump even more levels? He gained a lot of experience by defeating the Dark Lord of Smooth Jazz. Do you mean Chuck Mangione from King of the Hill? Rashad is the King of the Hill now. Damn it, Bobby. Anyway, our podcast is ad-free, and if you want to keep it that way, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Follow us on Twitter at B&S Get Jumped. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. Or talk to us on Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash get jumped. Also, we have a Discord server. You can find the links to that on all of our social media platforms. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews help other listeners find our show. New review episodes come out every Monday, and new rewatch episodes appear every Friday. And hey, thanks for listening. Hello, my name is Jeremy Snow, owner and editor-in-chief of The Geekly Grind. We interrupt your awesome, regularly scheduled programming to ensure you're aware of The Geekly Grind podcast network, of which this show is a treasured member of. If you haven't had a chance to check out our site, you can do so at thegeeklygrind.com, and while you're there, take a look at the other members of our steadily growing podcast family, including the anime-centric Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, discovering new heroes on Comic Book Keepers with Chris and Lance, exploring the vast universe of geekdom with Geeksploration, or appreciating animation's finer details with JD's Ink and Paint Club. Escape your weekly grind at the Geekly Grind. All right, we'll see you next week. And until then, remember, I swear to God, remember, do not, do not open any of the jars that are marked (laughs) brown or red. Those are are the worst ones. Not the red ones. (laughs) The red ones are bad. (laughs) 